from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Hey, good morning and welcome. Welcome to game time. This is your first word in sports. Tuesday edition, Tom, Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us as we get going. We got a lot of football to talk about, a lot of baseball to talk about and some basketball to get to that time of the year that time of the year uh I, I meant to ask you guys this yesterday first of all good morning ward how are you i'm great how are you oh he's great that's good ryan how are you i'm doing well today how are you good i uh, did you know they <clears throat> excuse me they got the um everybody has now a championship type format you know golf all of a sudden you know got the fedex cup a few years ago whatever it was NASCAR has one too, and and they're in their and they're in their races, you know their championship races. Did you see over the weekend uh, that the, a couple of drivers got in a, I mean literally got in a scrape? Did you see it? I did see that they tried to one of them tried to wreck the other or something. Yeah, or it appeared that way. No, it was, I don't think it appeared that way. It was that way. <laughs> but did you? I mean, they he 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 was a little perturbed. Yeah, because he got. Pushed up into the wall, and then he, like, retaliated and, like, tried to throw him off the road pretty much, they're, the other guy. Yeah, they're doing 200 miles an hour going yeah. around and around and, and not getting anywhere, by the way. I mean, they're no. going left turns. But, uh, man, I thought that I was like, wow. Uh, yeah, he's a little hot. And the other guy was like, yeah, I don't want any part of this. He was he was backing down pretty good. Most of the time, those guys don't back down. But he was he was clearly backing down. He didn't want any part of that. So I wish I could, uh, could find the video of that and watch that again. I bet we can find it. But it's pretty good stuff. All right. I don't know why I brought that up other than I just thought it was interesting. Just, you know, there goes a little bird. <laughs> you just follow the bird. Uh, did you watch the Monday night game last night? I had it on. Boy, that was a hard watch, wasn't it? Seems like every Broncos game has been 16 13. Not very good. We have a kick fest going on. Mm -hmm. 16 13 in overtime. The fight in San San Diego's. The fight in Los Angeles Chargers prevail over the Denver Broncos. 16 13. But I, it just, it was, I'm watching and, and, and I'm trying to pretend like I'm interested. But I'm I'm really not interested. So I, I it was hard. It was a hard watch. You know, we talked about that Buffalo Kansas City game and just how great that game was. Well, on the on the opposite end of the spectrum was that game last night. It was ugh. Yeah. It was it was no good. All right. You got is Bubba Wallace, is that who was he scraping with? Kyle Larson. See, I don't know Kyle Larson. So Bubba Wallace, pretty big dude, isn't he? Yeah, he's like six three, six four. Yeah, you don't want to mess with him. No. And after like you know the crash happened in the race, when the race ended, they got out of each other's cars and started scrapping. Yeah, I mean, it was 
<laughs> it was. I think it was there on the infield. Uh, so anyway, all right. Uh, boy, I, I know we are in the in the middle of football season, but it's kind of exciting. Ward, the AP Top Twenty Five came out. And when you look at what's going on in the AP Top 25 for men's basketball, the number one team is North Carolina, followed by Gonzaga at number two. Houston is your preseason number three. And Kentucky is your preseason number four. Maybe a couple of blue bloods, you know, and and elite teams in that top four. But here's where it gets fun, guys. Tied for fifth is Baylor and Kansas. Then at 12 is Texas. 14 is TCU. And 25 is Texas Tech. Five top 25 teams in the Big 12 Conference. Boy, you better put on your big boy pants when you play in this league. And for us... Who get to watch it? Man, this is going to be a fun winter. Yes, it is. A fun winter. This is this is going to be it's going to be exciting stuff. I, again, I don't think there's any question where you where the elite teams in the elite conferences, the Big Twelve. Would anybody disagree? No, it has been for a while, and will continue to be. I'm just wondering, just how how good can this league be? Can this be a league that could get more than one team to the Final Four? It can. Just depends on how bad they chew each other up during the season. And that's the deal. I mean, it it it's it's it it really is a dogfight, night in and night out. And that's just we're just talking about the top twenty five. How many other really good basketball teams are there in this? I mean, everybody seems to be. Very competitive in in, in 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 men's basketball. Yeah, they'll be competitive. I just uh, those are the, those are the top five right now. I mean, you don't know if somebody else might rise. Yeah, and that's the thing. But I mean, who's sitting right outside the top twenty-five? You know, and and how good is and here's the X. How good will Kansas State be? Uh, you know. I mean, some of those teams may, and that's the problem with this league. Not really a problem. That's either a good thing or a problem, whichever way you want to look at it, Mm -hmm. is if you take, you know, teams like Kansas State, like you just pointed out, or um, do they come in and, and, and upset one of these top five and start, you know, moving them down the rankings because they get beat? in their own conference by what is really a pretty good basketball team, Mm -hmm. but is going to hurt their, their rankings. But depending on what they do, it may help their RPI. Particularly when you go into their gym going on the road, Mm -hmm. which we all know in basketball really seems to be a tough chore. Because, you know, for a lot of reasons, but number one, you know, first and foremost, you know, the opponent fans are sitting in your lap. I mean, they're listening to your 
to your your timeout conversations with your coaching staff. I mean, they they're there. I mean, and that's a kind of a cool thing that you know, you go into a packed house and it can get loud, really loud. I mean, it's just you know, it'll be fun. It'll be fun this winter. But yeah, I, I saw the poll come out last night, or actually yesterday, uh, during the uh, Dave Miranda press conference. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll. I mean, uh, you're going to have Oklahoma State. Trying to knock people off. Mm-hmm. Um, Oklahoma's going to be pretty good again, I think. Yeah, the league top to bottom. I mean, you better be ready to play. Going into West Virginia is not an easy place to play, Never even is. though they're at the bottom of the rankings. Pretty uh, good coach. Yeah. But, I mean, he'll steal some at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's just, you're right. I mean, you, you, you survived the league, and then you've got a pretty good chance to to get out of here, and then hopefully they separate everybody out, and mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see what, what it looks like in March. All right, uh, eight minutes after 7, 7.08. Uh, this is game time. Coming up uh, at 7.30, Shehan Jayaraja, CBS Sports. We'll talk about this wacky college football. I mean, I, I was thinking about this last night. Every time you kind of think you have a handle on college football, you don't. You, you look <laughs> around and, and, you know, and – and and there's a new there's a new team and or a new Cinderella or I mean it, it, I think this has been a the for the first six weeks for me this has been a unbelievably fun football season because you you truly do not know what's going to happen day to day week to week in college football any conference too by the way any conference and we talked about it yesterday what four undefeated teams went down in the same day mm-hmm. crazy yep uh. So there you go. Uh, we'll also uh, talk to John Kirby with uh, JayhawkSlant.com. That's uh, part of the Rivals Network. And uh, John's going to talk about KU football and, and what this 5-2 and two start has meant for their program and for their community. We'll, we'll uh, kind of dissect the, the Jayhawks and see where they are as far as coming to Waco on a two-game skid. And, and we mentioned yesterday – Fellas, how many tremendous football games we have, including Temple and Harker Heights. They're playing for the district title. We'll talk to Scott Stewart of the Temple Wildcats around 8.30. Don't forget, if you miss something or you can't be here for one of those interviews or whatever the case may be, you can always go back later and check it out on our podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. That's CentexSportsFan.com. There you go. All right. Uh, we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. It is 7-10, and we're right back with more in just a moment. Baylor University does homecoming better than any school in the nation. And the centerpiece of homecoming weekend is the Bears hosting the Kansas Jayhawks at McLean Stadium this Saturday. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. It's Baylor and KU this Saturday on the banks of the Brazos here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. 
We're fighting hard at Pickup Outfitters in our battle to end truck nudity. But it's not just about putting an outfit on a naked truck. It's about making sure you have the very best customer service. So we offer the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. Over time, sometimes your outfit needs a little tune-up, maybe some tightening, adjusting, whatever. If you outfitted your truck at Pickup Outfitters, that tune-up is absolutely no charge for the remainder of the time you own that truck. We also offer free warranty assistance. If for any reason you need to use your warranty, you just bring it back to us and we take care of it. It just makes sense. I mean, operating without a promise like that would be like offering customer service in the nude. And if you've seen our staff, trust me, you don't want that. So do your part to end truck nudity by outfitting your truck, Jeep, SUV, or van at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we promise to serve you fully clothed. Check out our website, createacommotion.com. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texas are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Are you ready for some football? It's football season, so stop in at Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco. Come watch football at the bar and enjoy specialty margaritas or stop in before the game and enjoy any of their great menu items like their famous tomatillo enchilada, Mexican toquitos, or pollo del mar. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. and open till 11 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco, located off West Loop 340. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love Law Firm. They are trial lawyers with over 100 years combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love at SWCLaw.com. 
That's SWCLAW.com. The source for Baylor athletic news and information. ESPN Central Texas. Seven fifteen. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a Tuesday morning, getting you ready for uh, for homecoming. The Bears in, uh, have uh, homecoming coming up on Saturday when they host the uh, Kansas Jayhawks. You know, I was thinking about this. For, for most, eleven a.m. is not a bad time for for a football game. I mean, you know, it's basically in the middle of the day. Little or you know, but man, for us it is it is not a whole lot of fun. We start at seven a.m. with game day live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. We'll be out in Touchdown Alley, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be there getting you ready for uh, for the game. And uh, the Jayhawks come to town, and uh, I don't know what to make of the Jayhawks. Uh, you know, they got off to the great start, and we were, we were all kind of by, you know drinking the Kool Aid and. Then, uh, then, you know, lose their starting quarterback, back-to-back losses, went on the road and lost last week to Oklahoma. So, so Ward, you got two teams that are going to tee it up Saturday at McLean, both riding two-game skids. We talked last week about West Virginia kind of having their back up against the wall. I think both of these teams are in the same boat. Although, KU has five wins. They're, they're needing just one to get to bowl eligibility. But this at at three and three, this is not where the Bears thought they'd be sitting. No, they didn't. There's no doubt, uh, and nobody but Kansas thought they'd be sitting where they are either. Uh, but you you don't want to you don't want to continue in the wrong trajectory if you're either one of these teams right now. So there's there's a lot on the line for uh, Kansas. There's a lot on the line for Baylor. And Baylor being at home, defending that home turf, something that you have to do in this conference. So it's a big game. If if the um, one of the problems the Bears had the other night against West Virginia last Thursday night was getting the the Mountaineers on the ground. I mean, they got there a lot of times. They just didn't get them on the ground and. Dave Aranda yesterday at his at his weekly press conference talked about tackling. I think I appreciate the question. I I I think you get into, um, I think you have to 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 meet them where they're at in terms of how they see it. I think it's important that we all see it the the, the same way. And, and I know when you look at it on film or you look at it in a TV copy, it should hit you in the face of just atrocious and bad and all this other thing. I've learned not to be shocked by by um, coming around and asking, how do you see it, and why did this happen? And I think that's important because that can help you uh, with um, your way through it, right, and make the best connection with them. I think practice is the number one thing that comes to mind. I think we have to um, we have to practice better, and and I have to hold them to higher standards at the end of a play. You know, I think um, we generally have a quick whistle when we practice, and I think the finish of uh, defensive play can um, be can be better. And I think when we're not finishing the play in a football position, either tagging at the hip or thudding up on a ball carrier, if we're not doing that consistently enough, then I think what ends up happening is 
you're training guys to not finish in games and leave their feet and all this other stuff. And I look at, um, you know, my part in what showed up the other night. And so we're for sure going to be better at our approach with that. Sound like they're going to do some tackling drills this week. It sounds like it. And maybe take them to the ground. I mean, you know, and, and look, there's, I mean, there's a ton of teams because of, for a, a ton of reasons, that once the season starts, there's not a lot of full-blown contact, right? No. No, you just don't, you just don't have it, except maybe in your open week. Where you, you may get after it. But, uh, and again, I, you know, it, maybe that was just a one-time thing in the West Virginia game because they did not tackle well. I mean, I, I thought they got there. But they just, you know, you know, a lot of times I, I call it hitting them to the ground. They try to hit them to the ground, and instead of you know doing the form tackling, wrapping up, taking well, them, and that's you know, where that's you see that a lot in in college football now, and even see it in high school football. They're trying to deliver the big blow with with their shoulders and their head up, and look, they're trying to do it right without getting the target foul. But they're also they're not running, and, and I don't know why. And, and maybe it's not being taught that way. I, I have no idea. But you don't you don't see it as much as running through the tackle and and finishing the tackle. You just don't. You try. You see them trying to deliver the big hit, and and maybe you know they're trying to dislodge the football more than they are trying mm-hmm. to tackle. Mm-hmm. And look, I I want you to I want you to wrap up, take them to the ground. If the ball comes out, that's fine. But I think a lot of times you see players that are trying to deliver the big hit to dislodge the football more than they are trying to make the tackle. And a lot of times, you know, guys are bouncing off that and getting extra yardage. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but haven't they over the last few years basically started teaching different techniques in how to tackle? I think so, yeah. I mean, you see them more so now teaching to get the head on the back side of the runner instead of the front side. I remember 100 years ago, they would teach you to lead with your face mask right in the chest. Well, that's not taught anymore. It's, it's, it's go to the back side of the runner as your target instead of the front side. But anyway, you, bottom line is you got to get them on the ground. And that's one of the things that Baylor did not do uh, Thursday night. I. Uh, Coach Aranda was asked about, you know, the we we talked all summer about the offense and defensive lines being the anchor of the of this football team. I mean, look, you had a starting quarterback in Blake Shapin that was going to be uh, making his third or fourth start when the season started. Hasn't played a ton, but had won the job. You had new running backs coming in with Abram Smith leaving. You had uh, a new receiving core. You had. A, you know, different guys on the back end and on the defensive side. You had a lot of new faces, or maybe not necessarily new faces, but not stepping into those those starting roles. But the one thing you did have is you had an offensive line and a defensive line that were veteran guys and and really had a lot of depth and and you know was was kind of the anchor of the football team. He Coach Aranda was asked yesterday, you know, where he thought the D line was, and he talked about the D line and the O line. You talked a lot about the offensive line last week and kind of the expectations before the season as to where they're at right now. Another one was the defensive line. 
Do you think they're where you expected them to be at this point this year? There's, uh, I appreciate that. I think overall we're probably um, we're probably behind where we'd like to be. I think this particular game, I thought there was improvement with our offensive line um, and just finishing and playing with edge and um, you know, um, I thought pass protection. There's there's bright spots. I thought defensive defensively in this past one, really the whole defense was kind of colored by, um, you know, trying to make this play, that play, and every play as opposed to just playing your responsibility, and making your play. And um, I think we've got to, we've we've been really working on that in these last couple of days, and that needs to show up on film for our D line to kind of get back to where they were I thought just a couple of weeks ago they were they were really kind of trending well and we have to get back to what we were doing what, what were you surprised by the answer no not really I mean he's very accurate right mm-hmm. I mean you have seen and I think that's kind of the, to me that's kind of the where the football team is right now in its totality you 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 see Flashes, you see series, you see quarters where you go, wow. And then you see at different times, well, hang on, where was, where's that at for four quarters? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just – Trying to put a complete game together. There hasn't, right. There's, there, there's a lack of continuity sometimes, and there's certainly been a lack of consistency sometimes. You know, he's talked about fast starts. They haven't got off to fast starts, and, you know – there's just you that four quarter thing that coaches talk about all the time put four quarters together not sure that that's happened the, to their satisfaction in all three phases offense defense and special teams and i think you're at at a point to where you know you've you've got to start making those strides you got to start making them now particularly when you're in your home stadium and they're in their home stadium does does history have anything to do with the football game? Yeah, it does. And here's why I say this. And I didn't realize this. We've all known that Kansas has not been very good for a long time football-wise. But do, have you realized that Kansas has never won a football game in Waco? Yeah, I believe it. And, and that's that's what they're that's what they're facing. I mean, and so I don't know. Does does history play a part in it? I, I don't know, but I, I kind of like that note, <laughs> and I hope it continues. It. I mean, it can get in their head. It can. You see it all the time with teams, no matter whether it's if they want a game there or not. But if if somebody's dominated somebody else over the years, it's it's a tendency, human nature. Things start going wrong, you just go, up. Oh, here we go again. How about this one? Kansas beat West Virginia on the road earlier this year, right? Mm-hmm. The Jayhawks have never won two true road games in a Big 12 season. They've never done it. I mean, they're trying to exercise some demons I, here today, I don't, this weekend, I don't know that they've they? won two Big 12 games in a, in a very long time. Yeah, I think you probably have to go back to 2007, 2008. Yeah. 
when they were pretty darn good, actually. Uh, but yeah, it says Kansas has not won two true road games since 2007. I said ever. I was I was incorrect. 2007. I think didn't they have a was it that year they went 11 and one or something like that? I don't remember. But really, really good back then. But it's it has been a long time for this program. And so they're trying to exercise some demons. So it'll be interesting to see. All right, 727. Uh, Bears in Kansas again coming up at 11 o'clock. We'll have it for you beginning at 7 a.m. right here uh, with Game Day Live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Network coverage rolls your way at 9 a.m. And then John, J.J., and Ricky with the kick a little after uh, 11 o'clock here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor football. 728, we'll continue our college football conversation coming up in just a couple of minutes when uh, Shehan Jayaraja joins us. But right now, let's get the latest on the Cowboys. I'm going to bet it's on Dak Prescott. Just just saying. Christy Scales with today's Cowboy Report presented by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Check him out today at richardcarr.com. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dak is on track to return to practice. Head coach Mike McCarthy updates you on the status of the franchise quarterback right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Cowboys backup quarterback Cooper Rush has done a great job in the five games since Dak Prescott underwent surgery to repair a broken right thumb in early September. Rush went 4-1 and one in Dak's absence. But yesterday, head coach Mike McCarthy gave the news that Cowboy fans have been waiting to hear. Dak is going to be cleared. Here officially, I think uh, the anticipation is for Dak to be cleared today or tomorrow, and, and then he'll be re- returned to practice on, on Wednesday. I spoke with Dak on the sideline following his pregame throwing session Sunday night in Philly. That session included taking snaps from under center. He said he's confident he'll be ready for this Sunday and feels like he's right now at an A, but wants to be at an A-plus coming out of a week of practice. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. 
They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. A penalty-plagued Monday night football game went to overtime before the Chargers took advantage of a muff punt to kick the game-winning field goal in a 1916 win over Denver. Two teams combined for 241 yards in penalties. The Cowboys have announced that quarterback Dak Prescott has been cleared for practice starting Wednesday. Rain in New York put the baseball postseason on hold for another day as Game 5 of the American League Divisional Series between the Yankees and Guardians had to be postponed until 3 o'clock this afternoon. The National League Championship Series, meanwhile, gets underway at 7 tonight with the Padres hosting the Phillies. Two games tonight to open the NBA season, Philadelphia, Boston, and Golden State hosting the Lakers. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Seven thirty-two. Drive safely if you're uh, making your way to work or to school this morning. Be especially careful in and around our school zones. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're talking sports, we're talking college football, and we're talking with Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. Shehan, good morning. Uh, let's begin with uh, with just the, the craziness of last Saturday. Just from your, your perspective, because I know you were at the, uh, the TCU-Oklahoma State game, just how great is college football this year with all of these – all of these games, you you just never know who's who's going to do what on any given Saturday. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I think that one thing that all of us were waiting for was for one of those top three teams to lose, right? I mean, we've seen so much movement between four and like 131 this year, <laughs> but the top three teams have managed to, to so far escape. You know, Georgia obviously had their close call. Alabama had a couple of close calls. And finally, in that Tennessee game, we, we see Alabama lose. And, you know, there were three games this weekend that I think are up there with any games that we've seen over the past couple of years in college football, obviously Alabama, Tennessee. Uh, I mean, you have to go back probably several years to find a game that as, that's as good as that game with that context, with obviously the, the knowledge that Tennessee hadn't beaten Alabama in 16 years. And then, I mean, you know, I, I really think that it almost flew under the radar that USC Utah game was just unbelievable down the stretch, you know, Cameron rising, finding a way to go down the field, convert that two point conversion. I mean, it, it was a great day of football. We had six undefeated teams lose. And uh, I mean, the product right now is just at an unbelievable level. Is TCU sneaky good right now? I think they are, you know, I'm definitely curious, right? Whether this is a, like you said, a sneaky good situation or whether it's a, they're just good, good situation, right? I mean, beating Oklahoma state's a big deal. Oklahoma state is a very good team. Uh, you, you know, they found a way to come back from a 14 point deficit in the fourth quarter. And the biggest thing that you have to say about TCU right now is that they're just playing so loose. They are just playing so free. Uh, you know, they, they aren't encumbered the kind of the same way that you've seen over the past couple of years. And talent has never been the issue at TCU, especially over these past three years. So I think that from a talent perspective, they're just playing at an unbelievable level right now. They have such a plan for what they want to do. 
it's going to be, I think, a good test to figure out heading into the the rest of Big 12 play. Do they have the depth right now to be able to make it through and really win the Big 12 championship? But I, I think they're very clearly a good team, and you know if they can stay healthy, they, they can accomplish a lot this year. Who's who's your big disappointment uh, across the country this year? Who's the team that you really kind of had penciled in that maybe had a chance to to contend for a uh, a Final Four spot and, and just hasn't lived up to expectation? Hmm. I mean, that's a, that's a good question. I think that I think that one that has to come to mind first is probably Notre Dame. You know, I, I didn't necessarily know whether they'd be a the type of team to compete for that top four. But I thought that they'd kind of be maybe in some ways what they were last year, right? A borderline top 10 team, top five team, one that just takes care of business, plays really well, is coached at a high level. And they've been, they've been just bad this year. You know, they've just been kind of straight up bad this year. And, and I don't think that's something that I really expected. You know, they, they obviously this past week, Go and uh, let Stanford win their first FBS game of the entire season. And, you know, Marshall beat them earlier this year. Marshall hasn't beaten another FBS team this entire season. So I, I think that I have to be disappointed with what they've showed me so far. I mean, you know, obviously you, you just never know, uh, you know, what, what a team is going to do whenever there's a coaching change. But I, I think that that's been a real disappointment. Another team that maybe comes to mind for me a little bit is NC State. You know, there's some context now because quarterback Devin Leary is out for the season, and, and they're probably just not very good offensively without him in the lineup. But uh, even with him in the lineup, you know, they, they really struggled to move the ball offensively. I thought they'd have a little bit of a better chance to, to compete with Clemson, and they really didn't. Um, you know, their receiver play so far this year has been just tremendously disappointing and I think that they're wasting a really good defense uh, through this whole process so those would probably be the two that come to mind first Notre Dame and NC State who has the most pressure on them this Saturday Baylor or Kansas I mean Kansas is still playing with house money I think you know I mean if, if Kansas loses every game for the rest of the year and, and finishes five and seven. They'll be disappointed. I mean, they should they should find a way to win one more. But I think that all they really need to do for the rest of the season is find one more win on their schedule. Whereas, you know, Baylor. <laughs> the funny thing is, right? I mean, Baylor is is quite literally two extra points away from being five and one. But that's the way that the game goes sometimes, right? You give up eighteen non-offensive points against Oklahoma State and West Virginia, and and there you go. You know, you got two losses in Big Twelve play. I think that there's a lot more pressure on Baylor right now because I don't think that Baylor's season is over necessarily. You know, they have the ability, they have the talent uh, to be able to go and still compete for the Big 12 championship game. And the other thing, too, is that, if I mean, look, if, if they lose to this Kansas team, and, and Kansas is good, I don't want, you know, don't, don't kind of think of it as losing to Kansas, but, you know, if they lose to this team, the rest of the schedule looks really difficult. You still have to play uh, teams like Kansas State. You still have to play teams like TCU with the way they're playing right now. Texas and Oklahoma is still on the schedule. So I, I think that if you're Baylor right now, you need this game just because you need to get back also, you know, a step closer to 500, a, a back closer to a bowl game. And I think that if you lose this game, it becomes really, really difficult to maybe try to sneak a, a path to a bowl game just because of how difficult the Big 12 is this year. We, we talked about the, the terrific games this past weekend. Uh, when you look at this week's schedule, is there one game you're kind of circling going, boy, this one is the one I want to see? Yeah, I think for me right now, you know, that UCLA-Oregon game is going to be really exciting, I think. You know, number nine versus number 10. You know, UCLA is one of those teams that, 
you know, I, I don't know whether to take them seriously, but they just keep winning. And, you know, they beat Utah a few weeks ago. They beat Washington the week before that. This is, I think, going to be an even better test than those two games uh, going on the road and playing at Oregon. You know, but but Dorian Thompson Robinson, the great quarterback over at UCLA, has has really come into his own in his fifth year of eligibility. Uh, you know, I think that when you compare him to like a Bo Nix on the other sideline, he's just mature, right? He just he's just a mature quarterback. I think that he has the ability to kind of keep them on schedule, and I think it's going to be a great test for them. You know, another game that kind of comes to mind for me as well is, you know, Clemson playing against Syracuse. Syracuse, uh, obviously coached by former Baylor assistant Zeno Babers. Uh, they've, they've played tremendous football this year. They're 6-0. and uh, They're actually really good defensively, and they do just enough offensively to kind of keep things on schedule. Uh, it's going to be a good test, I think, for Clemson. You know, Clemson I managed to come away with a, a close victory against Florida State last week, but I think that they've proved this season that they can be vulnerable against teams that can move the ball. So I, I think that Syracuse has a real shot of giving uh, Clemson some trouble, and I'm excited to see that game. Would you want to be Mississippi State right now? <laughs> no. You know, the funny thing is, you know, Alabama, the last two times that they've lost in the regular season in 2021 and 2019, both times the next week they've played Mississippi State. And I believe the scores in those two games were like, 49 to 7 and 49 to 9. Like they just completely destroy Mississippi State the week after they lose regular season games. So, no, I would not want to be Mississippi State right now. I don't think they're going to have a good Saturday. I, I know we talked. I'm going to take you back to UCLA for just a minute. But should we be surprised that the Bruins are, are having a good year under Chip Kelly? He's He's won a couple of games in his career. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting, right? So after last year, I, I think that coming into this year, I felt like last year was kind of the year, right? The culmination year, you go on the road, you beat LSU, you get all this attention, and it kind of just peters out at eight and four. And I thought that maybe that was it, right? I thought that maybe that was kind of like the high watermark in some ways. But, you know, they've come back. I think that they play really physical defensive football. I think that, they, you know, Zach Charbonnet, their great running back, has taken another step, I think, this year. And and really the difference on this team has been that Dorian Thompson Robinson has taken his game to another level. So, you, you know, it's probably less of a surprise than, you know, maybe I expect coming into the year. But, you know, you just never know how a program's going to respond when things kind of go inconsistently in a year that maybe it's supposed to be a great year for you. So, you know, I, I think you have to give Chip Kelly, like you said, a lot of credit. I think he's adjusted in a lot of ways. And I think that, you know, the lion's share of the credit has to go to Dorian Thompson Robinson for, you know, really upping his passing game this in his fifth year of eligibility. You know, if, if I think that all of us were wondering, you know, last year we had Kenny Pickett, who was this fifth year quarterback who finally put things together because he had an extra year. You know, I, I think that Dorian Thompson Robinson is this year's Kenny Pickett in a lot of ways. And, uh, and he's taking UCLA to a different level. Who Who is your favorite for the Heisman right now? And why is the Heisman race so well, I don't know if it's really quiet, but it's it's more quiet than it normally is this time of year. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I can tell you exactly why. It's because I don't think that there's a, a super clear front runner. You know, right. I think that a lot of people are kind of just – I, I don't want to, you know, be dismissive. I feel like a lot of people are just defaulting to C.J. Stroud. You know, he's thrown for a lot of yards, even though he hasn't played in a meaningful game this year. And, it, look, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, C.J. Stroud's probably going to go number one in the draft. But, but you know, he has all this talent around him. To, to me, that's not that compelling. 
to me, especially after this last weekend, and I, I even kind of thought this heading into last weekend, I think it's Hendon Hooker. You know, he is playing at such an unbelievable level at Tennessee right now. Uh, and now I think that the other thing that you have to give him credit for, too, is he has a signature Heisman moment. You know, no matter what happens the rest of the year, even if they lose to Georgia, that game against Alabama is going to be a moment that people remember in college football. You know, the nice thing, too, is that obviously he played really well with five touchdowns, but he also drove them down the field on that final drive after the Alabama missed field goal in 15 seconds. And so I, I think that these are the sort of the moments that you remember uh, when you cast your Heisman vote, right? You remember when a guy had a great performance against a great team. You remember uh, what he's done for this team. And now, you know, he has Tennessee at number three in the country for the first time since 2001 in season. So, you know, I think you have to give a lot of credit to Hendon Hooker. And I think that you look at the way that that offense works, so much of it is just built around what Hendon Hooker does. So for me, Hendon Hooker is, is my number one right now. Visiting with Shayhan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. Hey, just, Shayhan, why is, why is Syracuse – well, and maybe they're not, but they certainly seem to be. Why are they flying under the radar? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that one of the things, right, is that so, – so a piece of it, of course, is that I, I think that they have not played super notable teams, but they have played good teams. You know, they, they have found ways to win good games. You know, I think they they played Purdue earlier in the year, and that's a game that maybe, like you said, flies under the radar, but that's a good win. You know, that's a really good win for them to be able to go out and beat a team like that. Uh, you know, so I think that in a lot of ways, you know, th this is just kind of the, the lot in life of being Syracuse, right? But now you have an opportunity to play Clemson. I think it's going to get some attention. And I think the other thing, too, is that expectations were so low for Syracuse coming into the year. You know, this was this was a team that a lot of people picked last in the ACC Atlantic. This was a team that you know, people thought would maybe win two or three games. And now they've already won six. You know, it, it's just a lot of things, I think, you know, and, and sometimes it takes that moment. Sometimes it takes that signature game in order to get some attention. And I, I think that this upcoming week is going to be that moment, you know, even for me, right? Like, I, you know, I put together my 131 ranking and, and I try to give really fair consideration to everybody. But, you know, it's one of those things that you're just like, well, I mean, it's Syracuse, you know, are, are they a top 15 team? How seriously should we take them? But you start to look at their resume. You start to look at the quality of their wins. And, you know, it's pretty impressive at this point. How good is that Michigan defense? It's really good. It's really good. You know, I, I will say I, I'm curious, you know, when, when they play, I think that one of the, the, the unfair things in life right now, if you're Michigan, is that basically everything that you do this year is kind of, well, how's it going to work against Ohio State? And same with Ohio State. Everything is, how's it going to work against Michigan? But, you know, I think that they're playing at a really high level right now. You know, the, the way that they were able to stop the run, I think, was, was very impressive and get pressure on Sean Clifford, of course. And, and that's going to be so critical going down the stretch of this season uh, you know I think that they're probably a little less star powered than they were last year with obviously those great edge rushers David Ajabo and Aiden Hutchinson but you know they're just solid all the way around I think that they're good up front I think that they you know have linebackers that react at a high level and so you know they have every opportunity to to stop everybody on their schedule Shayhan, uh, man, we uh, we're up against the clock. We pre we could do this all day. I I, I love it. Uh, what what do you got uh, coming up on CBSSports.com? Yeah, so uh, you know, just a, just a regular week for me. Going to run through some of my upset picks later this week, uh, and then also we got our College Football Survivor Show coming out uh, both today and tomorrow. So make sure to check that out.
Jayhan, as always, it is a pleasure. We, by the way, uh, have you picked your game for Saturday? Where you're headed? I know you were at uh, TCU Oklahoma State the other day. No, I'm just going to be working from home this week. But I, I will be. A, I, I will hopefully be a, be in town this weekend just for a little bit. But I, I don't think I'm going to be able to go to the game. Oh man, homecoming. Yeah, come on home. <laughs> Thanks. Hey. I'll hopefully be there for a bit on Saturday. So hopefully if you see me, come say hi. All right, we'll do. Hey, appreciate your time as always. Shayhan Jayaraja, CBSSports.com, does a tremendous job. He is a, a Baylor alum, but he's – you know what I like about him? He is he is fair and, 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 and impartial, when it, I think, when it comes to analyzing the Big 12 and, and Baylor included. 7.47. We're 13 away from 8 o'clock. This is game time on uh, ESPN Central Texas. Coming up, we're going to take a look at the uh, high school football top 10 poll. Dave Campbell's Texas football top 10 is out. We'll uh, we'll zip through that for you and kind of look ahead to some more high school football that's coming up this weekend. That's next on ESPN Central Texas. Game day live on ESPN Central Texas. This is Tom Barfield. Join Matt Mosley and me this Saturday for Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Our broadcast begins at 7 o'clock from Touchdown Alley. We'll have a preview of the Bears and the Kansas Jayhawks, a look around the Big 12, and much, much more. Don't miss Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni on ESPN Central Texas. It's fall. Pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October, and the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. Hi, Leo Pacheco again for Chevy of West, where truck season has been extended, which means big savings to you when you find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City or ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. If you're looking for a certified pre-owned car, truck, or SUV, find new roads to Chevy of West for our biggest savings of 2022. Hi, Leo Pacheco again, and for more, please visit ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. 
gmail.com. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Goodfeet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. At Texas Truck Love, our prices are so low, they are scary. Just ask our competitors. Texas Truck Love is Waco's only authorized installer of cat skin leather and best in industry, Aaliyah leather, as well as your best source for hard-to-find original manufacturer parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take a backseat to accessories and tent, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away. Located at 4793 South University Park Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call at 254-313-2946 and ask about their financing options. And remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. And our prices are so low, they're scary. Just ask our competitors. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 752, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we move through a Tuesday morning. Almost 8 o'clock for you 8 o'clockers. And uh, we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, where you can check out the best selection of new cars and trucks in Central Texas. And, man, they got some great deals with outstanding financing. And, in fact, they've got uh, 10 different models that have 2.9% for 72 months plus rebates and four models with 0% for 72 months. Check it out today. I mean, if you're in the market for a truck, well, you know that they are, they're the home for the Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Star Edition where they got some unbelievable sale, uh, unbelievable pricing going on right now at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Again, pre-owned, brand new. They got a great selection and, of course, an award-winning, outstanding service department all at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340. Ted Teague and his staff waiting to visit with you. If you got a question about a vehicle, they got, hey, give them a call, 254-772-1000. That's 254-772-1000. You can also check them out at allensamuelsdcj.com. Check out everything on the lot right there at allensamuelsdcj.com. Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend, in the car business. All right, 7.54. Uh, as we mentioned, high school football top 10 from Dave Campbell's is out. Ryan, run us through, and is there any major changes in high school football? 
So we'll start with Class 6A. Not much change in there. Same 25 teams. 1 through 15 remain the same with 16 through 25 with some shifts. Arlington Martin is up at number 10. Now do Class 5A Division 1. Longview sits at, what is it, Ward? Well, who's number one? Yeah. Oh, I, I apologize. Galena Park, North Shore. There you go. Now and you're cooking. Class 5A Division 1, number one is Longview College Station at number three. Uh, Burleson Centennial and Richmond Foster drop out of the top ten there. Class 5A Division 2, number one is Argyle at 7-0. and uh, Wichita Falls Rider drops out of the top ten there. No Central Texas teams there. Class 4A Division 1. Uh, number one, Stephenville. Number two, China Spring. And those two play each other this week. <laughs> Friday night. I'm sure that's on our pick-ems. Uh, Stephenville and China Spring. Man, uh, that's exciting stuff. That is, that is going to be a tremendous football game. Tremendous football game. Yeah, you're going to have people trying to find a way to get into that football game. Because Absolutely. there's not going to be enough room for everybody. Uh, can you imagine what, what uh, China Spring is going to look like on Friday? With, oh. with everybody trying to pile in for that one? Boy. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, Stephenville travel. Yeah, yes. they do better than anybody in the state. I mean, they'll be there and they'll have those those paint cans. Oh my <laughs> goodness, can those things get loud? Mm-hmm. And what, what's, fans. what's what's in those those jugs? Is it rocks or is it? A, no, it's a, a, it's it's a it's not BBs, but it's big BBs. Like it's, a it's ball metal pe- marbles, ball ping, or whatever they call. Yeah. It. I mean. My goodness! Mm-hmm. And then they don't they and they also have the uh, don't they also have the uh, the horn that they that they sound um, sound I like a stinking freight train or something. I don't remember the horn. Uh, I know one thing. It, 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 it I know can, the cans are loud. Yeah, it can get and it will get loud in that stadium. And now moving down to Class 4A Division Two, Carthage at 8-0. They've just been dominating all season long. They're at number one. Glen Rose at number nine. Belleville stays put at number five after their big win over Sealy as well. Yeah, that's a huge win for Belleville. And then Class 3A Division One, Franklin, 7-0, and remains at number one. Lorena moves back into the top ten after their 63-20 win over Rockdale. Cameron Yo moves. Don't they play this week? Yeah, yeah, number one versus number ten, both three, both defending three A state champions playing each other for <laughs> part of the district championship. If that doesn't have you jazzed up, nothing will. And then Cameron Yo moves up to number eight. Yeah, and you got you got Grandview in there too. That's right, Grandview, three. Grandview number three, Malakoff. And who do four. they play this week? They got West. West. That's exactly right. That's going to be a great ball game for that district championship as well in District Seven. Now do three A Division Two Gunner at number one, uh, six and zero. Oh. They did a big win over Howe, fifty four to twenty one. Lexington at number nine, Palmer at number eight, as one through ten remains the same in Class Three A Division Two. Out of two A Division One, Timpson at number one at seven and zero. Crawford stays put at number three. Toller stays put at number seven, and Centerville still in there at number nine. Coleman at number ten. Now to two A Division Two, Mart coming out of the bye week still at number one, seven and zero. Burton at number two. Chilton is still at number five after their big fifty six nothing win over Bartlett, Granger up at number nine, and Bremont drops out of the top ten after their second straight loss. And then now to the six-man ranks, Class 1 Division 1 coming out of the bye week, Abbott 7-0 still at number one. 
Jonesboro at number four. And then now to Division Two, Benjamin at number one. Oglesby stays put at number four. There are 8-0, 72-16 winners over Evant last week. And Bluffdale moves into the top ten out of the bye week as Silverton drops out. Now the private school ranks, Dallas Parish Episcopal at number one. The fighting Jason Wittens, Argyle Liberty Christian, move up to number four. And then the private school six-man ranks, Pasadena First Baptist is at number one. All right. And I know we're up against the clock here, and we'll get to uh, to John Morris with today's Baylor Sports Beat. How many teams realistically, out of all of those top ten teams that we mentioned in Central Texas, how many how many can get to AT and T? No, let's do it this way: How many will get to AT and T? Will we get three teams? You mean from Central from, Texas? Yeah, from Greater Central Texas. Two, three. One. I mean, I think there's a real distinct possibility of two. Three would be. Not out of the realm. I mean, it's that good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Central Texas football is that good. Yeah. But, I mean, you're you're going to have to gather some luck along the way. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, there's a ton of luck that goes into it. Staying mm-hmm. healthy, you know, yep. and, and all. there's a lot of things that go mm-hmm. into it. Uh, it's a long playoffs. It's six weeks. Yep. If you want to make it all the way. It's over half a season. <laughs> I mean... It is, so there you go. Uh, a lot of fun. All right, uh, 7.59, let's uh, bring in John Morris. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Big 12 women's basketball front and center today with their media day in Kansas City. We'll let you hear from women's coach Nikki Collin coming up on today's Baylor Sports Beat. During Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels, our great selection of new cars and trucks come with amazing deals and competitive financing that makes you ask, why shop anywhere else? The new 2022 Ram trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. These legendary, award-winning trucks give you that first-class feel. Luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom and storage, plus surround-view camera options you'd expect from a premium truck. Come see our selection today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. There'll be plenty of Big 12 basketball talk emanating from Kansas City today and tomorrow. It's the Big 12 Media Days. The women front and center today. The men will be center stage coming up tomorrow. For Nikki Collin and the Baylor women, they are picked fourth in the preseason Big 12 poll. They are number 18 in the nation in the preseason Associated Press Bowl. Going into her second season at Baylor, Coach Collin knows the Big 12 will be tough as always. Yeah, I mean, I think um, our league's going to project out the best it's been probably in 20 years, top to bottom. Iowa State, Ashley Jones came back for a fifth year. 
Um, so Iowa State returns three all-conference players and really didn't lose anybody who um, impacted them significantly. Oklahoma brought two fifth-year players and a sixth-year player back to kind of run it back. Um, so they're, they're going to be really strong. Kansas returns everyone, and they had a bit of a resurrection last year in their program. And so it's, it's Texas. I, I didn't even want to bring them up. But uh, they lost some key players, but they also um, did a really good job in the portal. So they're very, very talented. Um, so I, I think when you, when you look at those five teams, which includes us, I think you're, you're talking about um, five teams that can compete in the SEC, ACC, Big Ten. You know, and, and I think last year was, from a net perspective, the highest the Big 12 had been. I think we were third in the net behind the SEC and the ACC, but ahead of the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. So huge jump um, for our league. I know Baylor dominated it and was kind of ran away with it. I think what people didn't understand in the midst of maybe them thinking um, we were down is that the league just was better. And, and, they, and we proved it in the NCAA tournament when we were playing uh, against those other conference teams. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball at the Big 12 Media Days in Kansas City today. Season tickets available now at BaylorBears.com slash tickets or by calling 254-710-1000. The exhibition opener is November 3rd for the Baylor women. The regular season opener, November 7th in the Farrell Center. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams in SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. 805, welcome back into the program. This is game time, hour two of the program. We're glad you're with us. Tom, Ward, Ryan, and let's talk some college football. The Bears and the Jayhawks coming up on Saturday at McLean Stadium. And from jayhawkslant.com, we welcome in part of the uh, uh, Rivals program, by the way. We welcome into the show John Kirby. John, good morning, man. We appreciate your time today. Hey, anytime, guys. Uh, should be an interesting one this Saturday. Let's let's begin. Let let's begin with just the totality of what what Kansas has been able to do this year, winning five football games. What has that meant? The the start of this season. What has that meant to the campus, the community, and, and just just Kansas football in general. Well, you know, guys, I've, I've covered the Kansas football program for 23 years. Okay. So in that 23 years, you haven't seen a lot of success and there certainly hasn't been a lot of attention on the program. What this has done, you know, you rewind a couple weeks ago, you know, I'm sitting up on the Hill 
which is located just outside the stadium there. And I'm interviewing Reese Davis and Desmond Howard on Friday. Okay, the ESPN game day sets, you know, right there on campus. And I mean, they said it was one of the best game day atmospheres they've had there in a long time. So, you know, Kansas has they've wanted good football. They've wanted to see it. They will get behind it. But it's been 13 years since they've had a winning season. So this has meant so much. And you're starting to see people rally around the program. I mean, they've had three consecutive sellouts. So, you know, when you ask about community and things like that, you know, I live in Kansas City. So I'm about 30 minutes from Lawrence. You know, when I'm walking around and see people, I know that it's, hey, what about KU football? Hey, KU football, you know. Late night started with basketball, and there's still people talking about football. The players say when they're up on campus now, people are students are going, "Hey, good luck," or "Hey, that was a great game." And you know, so it's it's been kind of fun to see the tide turn because it's been a long time coming. What is the difference in this Kansas football team? Well, you know, I think there, there's a couple things. Number one, you know, Lance Leipold, when he came in and when he was hired, a lot of people don't talk about this. It was a very unique situation. He was hired in May, okay? He was hired late. So he got his staff in, and by the time they got in and got to know the players, they were already going home at the end of the semester to come back to report in June for strength and conditioning. So they only got to know the players for about a week or two. Okay? Then they went to strength and conditioning. They went to the summer workouts. And then the coaches got them in August for fall camp. So they really, they never, they didn't get a spring. You know, when most, when most coaching hires go on, guys, that staff gets to come in and go through spring football. Leipold didn't. So really, <laughs> spring football was almost last season. So I think the players have started to understand the system what's asked of them because everything happened so late. I think the other big thing has been just what they're doing offensively. Uh, they'll run option. They'll run quarterback run game. They get the tight ends involved. They'll throw vertically. They do a lot of things offensively, run a lot of motions, a lot of different looks and sets. You know, I don't want to call it eye candy, but they're really doing some creative things offensively that has had defenses on their heels since the first week of the season. John, we've heard so many different reports and really don't know what to think or what to believe. Can you give us some clarity at the quarterback position and in, in, in Jalen's uh, situation? Yeah, you know, and guys, I don't know that there is any clarity. We, we get to talk to Lance today at 1130. So, you know, I don't know if he's going to tell us anything in terms of an injury report or update on Daniels. You know, he went on the trip last week. Um, I, I just don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. You know, at, at one time there were rumors he was out for the season, but I think that has definitely been debunked now. I don't, I don't know that there's any evidence out there that says he, they know he's out for the season. So, you know, we, maybe we know more today at 1130, and maybe he's out still for another week or two or a few weeks. I really don't know the situation right now. Who is there more pressure on going into Saturday's game? Is it Baylor or is it Kansas? Ah, boy, that's a great question. I mean, you know, Baylor's trying to, you know, get back on the winning track. And it's if I read right, it's homecoming at Baylor. So they're going back home after that tough loss where, you know, it looked like they were kind of ahead for most of the whole game. But then Kansas has this monkey on the back now. They get off to this hot start, and now they've lost two in a row. So now the, the talk is, 
you got to get that sixth win, right? Well, you know, the, the get, get into a bowl game, get you three or four more weeks of practice, which would be huge for the Kansas program. Well, you got to look at the schedule from here on out. Okay, they're, they're going to be underdogs in Waco. They're going to be come back off a of bye week. They're gonna, definitely going to be underdogs at home against Oklahoma State. You know, then they go to Lubbock. There are only two home games left are Oklahoma State and Texas where you've got to assume they're going to be underdogs. So, you know, there's definitely some pressure on KU. It's, it's definitely one of the hot topics on our message board of people saying, hey, where's that sixth win going to come from? Because getting to a bowl is, is huge for this program. I'm going to take you back to the quarterback position for just a couple of minutes. Uh, what – what should we expect if, if Daniels is not able to go? What should we expect from Jason Bean? How different is the KU offense with Bean at, at quarterback as opposed to, to Daniels? Hey, listen, that's a great question. It's something I've talked about in the last week a lot. Andy Kotelnicki, the offensive coordinator, said it doesn't change anything. Okay, it's, He says they, they we're going to do what we do. And, and Jason Bean at quarterback, it, it, in terms of straight line speed, He's probably the fastest player on the team. He can really run. Okay, He comes in against TCU in the second half. He throws for 260 yards and four touchdowns in one half against a pretty good defense. So, you know, he started nine games last year. So Jason Bean isn't your typical backup guy that sits there and holds the clipboard and wears the visor. You know, he's he's played his games. He's involved in the, the game week snaps. Now, this is my take. Okay. You could be aggressive and call the quarterback runs and everything they were doing, the option game that really kept defenses off balance with Jalen Daniels because you knew if something ever happened, you had Jason Bean. All right, now take that, take, take Daniels out of the equation. Now you bring Bean in. He's your quarterback. The next guy, QB2, is Ethan Vasco, who's a true freshman who just arrived on campus in June, has never taken a snap. Okay, so now do you start changing what you do a little bit to protect that guy? Because, you know, now if you have to go to the next quarterback, there's definitely a difference in play. Can this Jayhawks defense help that offense? Yeah, it can. You know, boy, last week they really struggled against Oklahoma. Oklahoma had 700 yards of offense and. And but but you know that there were some spans there against TCU. The defense in a seven drive span only gave up seven points to a pretty good TCU team. The week before, KU beats Iowa State fourteen to eleven. The defense gave up I don't know three hundred and thirty yards, I think it was, and eleven points. So the defense has shown some ability. Last week, their number one edge rusher, who's like in top five in the sacks in the country, Lonnie Phelps, was dinged up a little bit, so he wasn't full speed. They lost uh, probably their best corner in the middle of the Oklahoma game last week. So, you know, this is a team, guys, right now that is looking forward to that bye week because they're a little banged up. You, you, you've talked about KU and their, in their lack of success. So with, with the two-game skid, is Leipold and the staff worried about the, the mental psyche of this football team right now after having a couple of games that didn't go their way? You know, I don't know, and, and I, I would say no, and, and I'll tell you why. Boy, they, they are drilled so well to talk about the next game on the schedule. I mean, when, when you talk to them and, and, you know, looking ahead, especially when they were off to that hot start and everybody was thinking ahead – 
the Leipold and the players kept reiterating, guys, the next game on the schedule is all we care about. That is it. They, they never got ahead of themselves. They never looked back. It was all about the next game, and that's it. So, you know, I don't know that the psyche, I think these guys still believe that's probably one of the biggest things he's been able to do is change the culture and the way that, you know, the kids approach everything there. So I would say right now, no. Now, obviously, you know, it's kind of that mojo, right? You want to get that winning mojo back. Okay, because once you start losing, then you you know it could be on your mind. But I don't see that from the program. This team is particularly offensively outstanding on, on third down. Why are why have they sixth in the country? I think and, and number one in the Big Twelve right now. Why have they been so good in keeping drives alive? Well, you know that's that's been a hot topic, and Andy Kotelnicki, the offensive coordinator, has talked about, and he said this before the season. The biggest goal they have, okay, is to keep positive plays going and stay in manageable third downs. All right, so when you're getting in third and two, third and three, with what they're doing, they they are distributing the ball all over the place, whether they've got some talented running backs, they've got tight ends who are making plays, they've got wide receivers who stepped up that some people thought might be the weak spot going in. And then I think the biggest thing is, and we kind of just touched on this, they have so many different things they do. They'll run option. They'll run quarterback run game. They have designed quarterback run plays. And when they can get in third and two, third and three, they have a lot of different ways to move the football. Now against Oklahoma last week, they started getting in some third and sixes and third and sevens. And all of a sudden that third down percentage took a pretty big hit. So that's been the key for them is everything they've been in until the Oklahoma game, the third downs were very manageable. Hey, John, what, uh, what do you got going on with uh, jayhawkslant.com? Uh, what do you mean guys? I'm sorry. Uh, what, what's uh, what, what can we check out if we go to the site? Oh man, we got, uh, I'll tell you what, we've got some, I'm working on a big NIL story right now, and we're going to post that here in about an hour, which you guys, I'm sure it's, it's, well, I think uh, Baylor just announced some NIL deal here, maybe over the weekend I saw, but I've got an NIL story coming just about how important it is and what the collective is doing there. And then we're going to have, have some recruiting talk. And then we get to talk with Leipold today at 1130. So that'll always be, you know, some good information coming out from that. Sounds good, man. We appreciate your time, John. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Take care. That's John Kirby from uh, JayhawkSlant.com, part of the Rivals product. 817, 17 after 8. This is game time. Presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Recently on the John Moore Show. Stoke Field headed into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. Get asked why it was the best team you played on. They, they, everybody thinks it was the 80 season because we won the Southwest Conference or the 79 because we won the Peach Bowl and beat a good Clemson team that would win the national championship a year or two later. But it really, you got to go back to the 78 team, which in my opinion was better talented than the 79 and 80. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Payments for qualified buyers at 3.9% for 72 with 5,000 down cash or trade. TTNL Extra. See dealer for details. Five big savings on pre-owned cars and trucks at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers can get in a 2018 Kia Sorento for $234 a month or a 2019 GMC Acadia for $335 a month or drive off in a 2019 Chevy Silverado for $460 a month. Find over 75 thoroughly inspected units in stock. Get top dollar for your trade and 100% approval is always our goal. Find your next pre-owned car or truck today at Richard Carr. Richard Carr, we give you more. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to 5 years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal Housing. Lender. Hello, Central Texas sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Uh, they have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter GAMETIME. RX 300 Topical Pain Cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians. Trusted by both medical professionals, athletic trainers, also good for arthritis relief, carry at your gym, or travel bag. Simply rub the cream on. Affected areas as needed. Limited time offer. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME for your buy one, get one free tube of RX300 Topical Pain Cream. Game time. Weekday 7 to 9 is your first word in local sports. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence and positive attitude we provide certainty in uncertain times benchmark mortgage waco central texas locally owned and operated by adam goldenberg and mls number 746474 with 20 years experience visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us so many chores and so little time if you feel this way too wc tractor is here to help we've bundled up the most popular new kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready to go kubota packages for your convenience stop by any of our kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable kubota l3302 neatly packaged with a loader cutter box blade and trailer think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new kubota tractor package come by or visit us online at wctractor.com 
This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customer's experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, take 22. Man, this has been a fun one this morning as we have talked a lot of big-time sports with you. Tom Ward and Ryan, glad to have you with us. And it is now time to... <laughs> Time to go to the club, it looks like. Oh, let's go clubbing. <laughs> oh, what is that? That's me mixing. Is that you spinning? That's me. Yeah, the ones and twos. I love what? it. I does anybody know what that means? The ones and twos? Spinning the ones and twos. Like one one, one turntable at the other second. Uh, so think how, like if you're trying to do them both at the same time in opposite directions. That's called that's beat mixing. It. Right. It's what? Beat, beat mix. mixing. Is that legal in, in Texas? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at Ward knowing his club terminology. Ward, Ward was on, a DJ. Ward on the ones and twos. Were you really a DJ? Mm-hmm. Did you do that? Yes, absolutely. The well, ones hey, and the twos? Yeah, absolutely. Still do it. I find something. Love that. I have two turntables at the house. Do you well, really? Well, why don't we have a party up <laughs> in here? <laughs> We can have a yeah. Well, you just learn something new every, every day. Every day you? about Ward. Yeah. Every day or something new. Hmm. A man with many talents. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well, I don't know. You got some skills, boo. Uh, by the way, I just want y'all to know I was not out finding and petting cows yesterday. I heard about that. Pigs. Great vine. Pigs. Pigs was, and cows. I was looking for a chicken farm with a billion <laughs> chickens. <laughs> Oh, I know. Hey, well, there's one about 100 miles or more from here. <laughs> In which direction? Either. <laughs> Towards England? It's <laughs> oh, funny. So you guys might have heard about this gentleman. He's been on the news over the past couple of weeks. Mr. Mike Fremont from Cincinnati, Ohio. No, not the Mike Fremont. The, that that Mike that Fremont? Is he on the Fremont Hotel? No. He's 100 years old. And just finished a marathon. He holds five world records. Uh, he owns five titles for being the fastest marathon time for his age. At 80, he won. 90, he won. He did a half ma- math, sorry, half marathon at 90, 91. And then he holds the fastest mile by 96 years old. So he's the oldest guy with five records. And he just did his 100th marathon. Get this. So they interviewed him on ABC. They asked him, what has what caused you to start wanting, and this is amazing, to start running this? So he, in 1992, was diagnosed with cancer, and the doctor didn't think he would make it through. Mm-hmm. They removed the tumor, and he decided right then and there he was going to take care of his health and start running. So he's been running since 1992 and has done has reached all of his goals. He's been married to his wife for 69 years. Wow. And his wife has been a big support. And he told ABC that um, he would run 10 miles three times a week up until he was 98. At 98, now he runs five miles a day three times a week. (laughs) 
Wow. And they That's said, amazing. they said, what is it your, is. Six, it is amazing. They said, what, what do you, what is your advice to everybody? And they're like, well, your diet and your stress, stress level is very key in your health. So if you want to live to be a hundred, you need to take care of yourself, work out, diet, and keep your stress level That's low. That's what I've been trying to tell you guys. <laughs> follow me. Just yeah. follow. Oh, yeah. But that's kind of amazing, right? That is that's, amazing. Yeah, that's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Watching this guy, I mean, he's he's going full tilt, too. I mean, he does not give up. And I just thought that was kind of, you know, a little feel-good news today. Because, I, personally, I ain't running at 90 years old. <laughs> you might. You might change your mind. I don't even mind. know if I really want to live that long, to be honest Easy. With you. No, seriously. I mean, that is a long... Long time yeah. to live, but he's still going. He does. He's not giving up. He he's having a good time. His he's goal, not fifty three seconds off his time this year. How about yeah. that? At ninety eight <laughs> years old. old. Yeah, so hundred years old, still going strong. I don't think he's been in the Boston Marathon yet. I couldn't really find yeah, that. Yeah, he but, qualified for the Boston Marathon when he was eighty three years old. Okay, wow. All right. I That's was a long to post, time ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd like to see him do it again, honestly. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. But here's the question. Can he perform with a right-handed yo-yo? You know, not a left-handed yo-yo. There's no such thing as a right-handed and left-handed. It's it's on the internet, so it has to be true. It's not always true, you say. Oh, check out the Googles. All right, who won the baseball game last night? Yankees or or Cleveland? The Yankees. They did. What score? Do you know? Honestly, I I was I was being a nurse last night oh, okay. so i really don't know right. i didn't keep up all right well we thought you'd have the score we I, you know what i will do my homework and give you an update on all the games all right that sounds great tomorrow all right i appreciate it all right y'all have a good one see ya bye stephanie from sales 827 here on espn central texas and yankees in cleveland will uh, play today a little after three o'clock since last night's game got rained out uh and then the nl CS will also begin today with Philadelphia and San Diego a little after 7 o'clock. How about that? I mean, who saw Philly and San Diego? Your five seed and six seed. Not me. I mean, did I'm here for it. Anybody have Atlanta? Anybody have the Mets? Anybody have the Dodgers? I had the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how crazy is that, right? Man. So, Houston, I mean, I think everybody kind of said, you know what, Houston, yeah, we, we got Houston. Mm-hmm. But – didn't ever, you know? Didn't didn't everybody kind of project Houston and New York? Yeah, probably. But here we go. Cleveland is one win away from uh, from getting it done. So we'll see. That's the beauty of baseball. You know, you, you play the one sixty two to get into the tournament. Once you get into the tournament, everybody's zero and zero, and you start all over. Eight twenty eight. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us as uh, we roll through a Tuesday. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business from the Alan Samuels studio. And we're brought to you by Morrison's Gifts. At Morrison's Gifts, well, it, it's it's not too early to be thinking about the holidays. That's right. I mean, this is October. December is just around the corner. And you can be a part of the Morrison's uh, layaway program. I mean, stop and think about it. You go into Morrison's, you pick out the gift or gifts that uh, that you want and then you start the layaway program and then when it when it rolls around to christmas time and time to check out all the football games and parties and and all the stuff that goes in all the food and all the stuff that goes that goes with it 
you're not worried about shopping. You don't have to go fight the crowd. You don't have to do all that. You don't have to hope that it's in stock. You don't, you know, all the stuff that stresses people out at Christmas time, you can eliminate that by using the Morrison's layaway program. We're talking about, and, and you know, spread those, spread those payments out. You can choose from John Hart and Consuela Banks, purses, totes, and all their great products. They, they've got Jelly Cat plush animals with uh, well over 70 other lines of gifts and and gourmet items. They've got Waco memorabilia there. If you want to send something to, you know, to uh, Connecticut and say, "Hey, yeah, I know you guys. Uh, I know you guys are big fans of Waco. Here's a here's a T-shirt or a coffee mug, whatever." They've got it for you there at Morrison's Gifts. It's a Baylor alumni-owned business. They're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive. They're right next to Jason's Deli. Check it out and, and ask them about the layaway program. We're talking about Morrison's Gifts. The Baylor Coaches Show. Live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. This Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us Wednesday back live from Rudy's and hear from acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey and coach Dave Aranda. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show. Live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. This Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 25 25- Four seven four nine six zero six nine. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. You know that guy that walks around with pants that are just a little too short? 
and he's wearing brand new loafers, but no socks. Then he crosses his legs right across from you, and you have to look at his bare ankles. Ugh. Well, that's what it's like to drive your truck around without any step bars. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about one of the most common forms of truck nudity, driving around without any step bars, a rampant problem in Central Texas. Now, step bars do have their functional benefits. They save wear and tear on your back and your knees. They make it easy for your wife and your children to get in and out of your truck. But mostly, having step bars on your truck is just the decent thing to do. No one wants to look at your bare rocker panels. So help us end truck nudity and put some step bars on that truck. We have some great specials on either the black or the stainless steel chrome look. Check it out at createacommotion.com steps. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution and help us end truck nudity at Pickup Outfitters. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in sports, Tom Ward and Ryan. We're glad you're with us, and we're joined now by Coach Scott Stewart of the uh, Temple Wildcats. First of all, Coach, thanks. We appreciate your time. Let's uh, before we talk about the big one this week, just kind of talk us through last week, man. It, it sounded like a a, a dogfight in twelve six a at uh, at Wildcat Stadium. Oh, it absolutely was. I mean, uh, first of all, good morning. Uh, how you guys doing? We're good, thanks. <laughs> good, good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a dogfight. I'll tell you, I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot of parity in this district, and, and you've got to show up and show out and, uh, every week, and there's no weeks off. And, uh, you know, kudos to Hutto. Uh, and, again, I think there's this deal where we're, we're going to get everybody's best shot <clears throat> for various and sundry reasons. But, I mean, you know, they were they're, they were kind of backed into a corner, um, you know, and, and they're a good football team. I mean, that's the best Dagum 0-3 in district football team that I remember playing anyway. Uh, you know, their quarterback and lighted it up. Uh, you know, we, we had five turnovers, which never helps you. Uh, so, but I was real proud of, of uh, you know, just finding a way in a tough ball game because I'd, I'd love to tell you that, that we go put our best foot forward. We don't make any mistakes. We don't blow any coverages. We don't ever turn over the ball. Uh, that's just not football. And you show me somebody that can say that, they're, they're a heck of a lot better coach than I am. But um, I do appreciate the fact that these kids were in a tough spot. Uh, you know, down by three with a minute fifty or whatever it was left in the game, and and found found just found a way. And I think I think good football teams, when things aren't going well, uh, have a tendency to try to do that. Coach, what it, what does it say about your football team of not blinking and being able to go down the field and, and just do what the game asks you to do and 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 be able to take the lead there with just a little bit of time left. Well, I mean, it, they, they got a lot of moxie about them, and, and, you know, they don't blink, and they don't, you know, we try to put them in as many adverse situations as we possibly can, but you can't replicate that in practice. You know, that you can't, uh, as, a, as a man and as a young man, you've got to de- de- decide who you want to be in this life, and, and that doesn't mean, you know, you show me a kid that's, that's uh, had rainbows shoved up his tail end of his whole life and everything's great and beachy. And I'm going to show you somebody that's going to struggle when they, when they walk across that stage and get that diploma. So, you know, they, that, 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 that's more attributed to uh, the households they, they grew up in, the toughness that they learned as a kid, you know, the, the, the accountability that, that goes on in the household. And then obviously we try to, to build upon that as they get into high school and get into our athletic programs. Uh, but these are some tough kids, man. And, and again, that doesn't mean they always get to win, but they won't stop fighting. That's, that's that's as consistent as gravity, and that's one thing I do appreciate about these kids is is they 
they can be getting their tail whipped or they can be winning and they, you know, by a bunch. And uh, they just got a lot of fight in them. And it's, it's fun to coach kids. They got a lot of fight in them. Now we just got to clean that crap up a little bit. So we're not having to be in those situations in tough ball games. You mentioned challenges and a great challenge in 12 6 a week in and week out. This week's no different over at Leo Buckley. <laughs> no, no. If anything, it might be a little different because it might be a, even a bigger challenge. I mean, uh, Coach Edwards and his staff do a great job over there. I said, I said in August, they're probably the most talented team in our district. Uh, they've got some absolute creatures over there, and you know, they uh, their team speed on defense is is mind boggling. I mean, I'm, their defensive end ran down that kid from Midway. You know, Midway uh, put that 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 um, kid in there that okay, he was starting to respect. He busted the first play of the game against Midway, and their defensive end ran him down. Uh, so, you know, I mean, their team speed is is phenomenal. Uh, you know, the Sanford kid, I think he has almost 2,000 yards rushing uh, in six ball games. So, uh, I think maybe 1,500. But, you know, they, they just they've got a lot of pieces. They've got a kid going to Texas on the O line. They got another one going to UTEP. I mean, they're they're really really talented. They're really really well coached, and, and you know, they uh, they. They do a good job over there. So, yeah, I don't know if if it's possible. that This might be uh, one of the bigger challenges we've had this year. When you travel to Leo Buckley, strange things happen at Buckley. But being yourself and just worrying about what you can control, how big is that coming Friday night? Well, I mean, again, the, the uh, reporter asked me after the game, you know, do, after last week's game, do you worry about, you know, Harker Heights having a week off right before they play you, having their bye week right before they play you, and, and you know, y'all are banged up and you played, you know, a really tough schedule, uh, eight games in a row, seven games in a row, whatever it was. Do you worry about that? I'm like, well, if I worry about it, does that mean we don't have to play next Friday night? They're going to give me, some, you know, a couple extra days. I mean, the answer is no. We're playing in seven days. What the heck is it to worry about? I mean, uh, you know, Leo can be a funky place, but, you know, I, I don't subscribe to all that. Uh, you know, it, it's a weird vibe. I, I'll tell you where Leo was, when I felt kind of just out of place is a Thursday night. Cause I mean, I walked out one time and it was, uh, I thought they were doing, I thought they were praying and they were just, no, there's, I mean, I thought there was a moment of silence and it's just like, no, uh, but, but we've had some really cool games on there Friday night. The, the, the Harker Heights faithful will be out in force, I'm sure. Uh, and if Temple is the temple that I know it to be, I'm sure there'll be a lot of blue and white in the stands as well. So, you know, it'll be a great atmosphere. Uh, and, 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 again, I look forward to that. I mean, that's I moved my family all over the state to come to a place like Temple so we can play for gold balls. And we've been fortunate enough to do that. And this is another opportunity. And, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be electric over there, I'm sure. I, I realize that you control what you control. Uh, but with that said, I'm going to ask anyway, do you look at at this point of the season with a couple of weeks to go, do you start looking at, okay, if we do this and that, then we pair up with this team or that team up north when uh, when we get to the playoffs? Do you even look at that at all? I, I did at one point in my career. I don't. Uh, I, I don't even uh, – I got uh, – Greg Willie has to tell me who we play the next week every Friday night after the game. Uh, you know, I do know, I do know we're off next week, and I, I'm there's a part of that that I'm very very serious with that. You know, there was a point in my career where I was worried about the matchups and would make decisions based on who we might match up with, and I'm I'm I, that that just that causes more problems than it does. I mean, we the the this district will work itself out. Whoever's in the other district will work itself out, and. and you know, we'll, once it gets locked in, we'll start making plans because, you know, I mean, there's there's been times where in week nine you already know who you're playing, and then sometimes you got to wait till 
midnight on Friday night after your last game to figure out who you're playing. So, you know, that, that I, I we, we're not talented enough and I'm not good enough as a coach to, to serve two masters. So we're going to, we're going to focus on the nights. Um, Friday night after that, I guess we'll take a look at it and see if anything's locked in. But until something's locked in, I really don't give a rip. When you look at the game on Friday night coming up, do you, do you talk to your team ever about games like this of not letting the moment get too big? Um, I want to enjoy the moment, so I, I don't. I you know I don't. I don't subscribe to saying it's not a moment because a our kids aren't stupid and b you know. Uh, but we do talk about kind of pressure and what do you feel? How does this make you feel? You know, I, uh, I I was raised by a guy that didn't. You know, we didn't really talk about feelings, and so. You know, and it was just fine. I mean, he's a tough dude, but, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of embrace that. Like, to, to think the kids these days aren't more sensitive than we were back in the day is is, is a little bit delusional. Uh, so we talk about it. You know, what what's going to make you anxious right here? Do you feel any of that? And, you know, excitement can turn into anxiety really, really quickly. So, you know, let's let's talk this out and let's let's get it. But, you know, we I told them a long time ago uh, that we're not having conversations that don't apply. You know, you, you – I don't worry about wins. I don't. I don't worry about scoring more points. I want you to be the best version of yourself. And if you do that, and if enough of us do that, then a lot of times winning takes care of itself. And if you'll do that enough days in a row, you may just be in those conversations one of these days where you're talking about goal balls or you're talking about you know uh, games with a little extra oomph on them. Well, uh, apparently these kids have done enough. I, we have not played perfect football by any means, uh, but we've done enough to actually have that conversation. So we've had that conversation this week. But it ain't, you know, we don't put a lot of, we're going to go try to put our best foot forward. We're going to try to go play the best 48 minutes that we played. And I just want them to go be the best version of themselves. Because when you build that stuff up too much, I think it's a it's a balance. You build this stuff up too much, then kids got to feel like they got to be more than they are. And God created them perfect. We get in our own way. And I just want I just want them to go be the best version of themselves. And I will take whatever comes with that. Scott, do you give yourself a, a chance to, to enjoy it? I was thinking about Friday night. You guys were in that in that you know just a terrific football game with with Hutto and the back and forth thing and you know it's loud there's a you know the house is packed lights are on and bands playing do you give yourself a chance just kind of look around and go hey man this is pretty cool uh probably not because <laughs> because I don't hear any of that I mean that, that, that I guess that's the, that's the, the evidence right there is you know I, I, I did not one time did I say hey man it's loud out here I mean you kind of get you kind of get locked in uh you know I've told these kids forever that my biggest fear is letting them down, and when they can absorb, when they can absorb that mentality, is if your biggest fear is to let your brother down, is to let someone down, and not fear is that I hope I don't screw up, but is that I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do in this situation, I don't know, you know that 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 uh, lack of confidence, you know that that I, I try to get them to be like, dude, I don't, you, if you make a mistake, make a mistake going 150 miles an hour, right? You drop you, you drop football when you shouldn't, then go catch the next one. So I don't want it to be like, you know, uh, we put a lot of pressure on these kids to perform. But, you know, I don't even recognize those. Now, I, I enjoyed it a little bit afterwards. You know, I mean, it, again, uh, when we don't play our best football, it's kind of hard. And I used to be like, I don't care if we want or not. You know, I mean, <laughs> uh, we get, we got to play better than that. But, uh, you know, we have a, 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 a contract um, that we, we have the kids. And, and one of the deals on our uh, – one of the one of the lines on there is celebrate all wins. You know what I mean? Whether that be within an individual play or actually winning the game. So, you know, the older I get, uh, the, 
the more I understand, it, it's it's hard to win. It's hard to win in a good football league. Uh, it's hard to win in 6A in Texas. And so I try to enjoy that. But in the moment, I honestly, I, and that's always been the case, I've never heard my name said over a loudspeaker in, in high school or college. I think you just kind of lock in and just it, it just kind of fades out. Uh, Coach, we appreciate your time. Uh, and I will tell you, we want you to have fun Friday night uh, and enjoy it and, and uh, go out and play well. Well, we're going to, again, I think these kids are, are, are excited. Uh, you know, we'll go put our best foot forward and, and, and do what we can and see. You know, my deal is you get beat by somebody, make them, make, make them prove it. Because they're that damn good, good, make them prove it. And if they are, then you shake their hand and you go about your business. And then if, you, if you get in a dog fight, then you fight till you start, you know, you fight until you stop breathing. And that's when the, the clock's hit zero. And so, you know, I, I do have confidence in these kids that they'll fight till the very, very end. And, uh, you know, we just got to go put ourselves in a good situation to try to to win a good football te- uh, win a football game against a good football team. So that's what it's about, baby. I don't know why you moved to Texas to coach football if you don't want to be part in, in games like this. Coach, thanks. Have a great one. All right, appreciate you guys. You bet. Uh, Scott Stewart, the head coach of the Temple Wildcats, and again, we carry those games over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, with Ward on the on the play by play, and you you get to work with that dude every week. That's uh. He's, it's he, a pleasure. I'm telling you, and that's what I would think it would be, and and uh, the motivation that you got to get. I'm ready to go play right now. Yeah, he's 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 an extraordinary motivator, extraordinary football coach, and and just an extraordinary gentleman. I I really enjoy my time I get to spend with him. There you go. That's Scott Stewart of the Temple Wildcats. Temple and Harker Heights coming up Friday night over at Leo Buckley Stadium. I'm saying Ward, go for the chicken fry. <laughs> there, there'll be a spread there now. You've got some choice, and there's you got some choices. There you go. Yeah, you, you're going to have some choices. But I'm telling you, man, you can't you can't mess with that with that Golden Corral chicken, not Golden Corral, but uh, Crackle Barrel oh, chicken yeah. fry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, See, I don't eat before a game. You have lost your everlasting. No, I don't. Chicken fry, corn, mashed taters, gravy. I never go through those buffets. Biscuit. <laughs> Look good. <laughs> I and I may pic- not I may not be able to turn down a chicken fried steak. <laughs> I'm telling you, I sent him a picture Friday night. I was at Leo Buckley Friday night. I said, here you go, Ward. <laughs> Enjoy. 847. Mm. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They have a great friendship. And in fact, when Bob Knight and Bill Self and whoever, they hated that Scott was rocking the boat. What is Baylor doing getting all these recruits? What is happening? You know, Huggins came into the conference and for whatever reason really bonded with Scott. And they have just had this enduring friendship. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Heart of Texas Shooting Center, Waco's premier indoor firing range is open. The state-of-the-art indoor firing range is climate-controlled and open to the public seven days a week. Bring your own firearm or rent one on site. Experienced and knowledgeable instructors are on site to help you get the most out of your shooting experience. For more information, call 254-492-8300 or log on to hotshootingcenter.com. Located at 5040 South Loop 340 in Waco. 
Are you opening a new business? Think about remodeling or painting your home? Grant Goss Contracting is a fully insured painting company that offers quality workmanship at affordable prices for commercial and residential projects. They are locally owned and operated, business servicing the Central Texas area since 1984. Contact Chris Goss at chris at ggcwaco.com and check them out on Facebook. Grant Goss Contracting is proud to support Waco ISD and the Waco High Lions. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams in SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. An agent for 31 years, Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance and retirement planning. And Joe is proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was a Baylor chaplain for 50 years and his son Bo plays baseball there. Call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today. 972-771-8051. That's 972-771-8051. Eight zero five one. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lift, ditch switch, SkyTrack, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. 8.52, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. If you were with us in the first hour and you heard the Cowboy Report, Christy Scales talked about Dak Prescott and being cleared to, to participate in practice coming up on Wednesday. Uh, Mike McCarthy was asked about Cooper Rush and uh, and what Cooper Rush has meant to to the football team. Well, I'm gonna look at you know Cooper's performance. I think you you start with the you know the wins. Um, so uh, I think like anything at the position, it's the most difficult uh, position in our game. So uh, he kept us in 
full game plans, which is which you want where you want to be um, with your with your backup quarterback. So, and, and, and most importantly, I think when you're able to continue to play like that, your 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 offense has a chance to grow. Well, none of us none of us were Cooper Rush fans back when uh, when the Cowboys were going through camp. None of us thought that Cooper Rush could perform at a high level Mm-mm. consistently on a on a long term. It, it, do you feel better about the Cowboy quarterback situation? After the Cowboys go through the deal with Dak not being able to play and, and, and rush playing and and certainly being being serviceable and getting him through four or five weeks, oh yeah, I think you have to. Um, you look at the way that they were able to perform in those games and the way the games were called. I you know I still think on Sunday night that they got out of that realm. And I think that part of the blame goes on the coaching staff for Sunday night because they asked Cooper Rush to do too much. Well, and that's the thing. You you make a great point. In those first four, he, he didn't – you know, it wasn't that he was extraordinary. It's the fact that he didn't, he didn't make that boneheaded play. There wasn't that play that cost him dearly and put him, and put him in, a, in a bad spot. I mean, he, he was – he did what they asked him to do, and he did, as you guys talk about all the time, he did what the game asked him to do. As, as Sunday night was it was a different animal. I mean, there was there was three picks, uh, three turnovers that uh, he accounted for, and and look, you're not going to turn the ball over three times in the NFL and walk out of there with a win. Just not going to happen. No, you're not. There's no way. So, uh, Dak is back, but it, you now have, you know, and and I think, and I forget who it was that basically said, "Hey, look, this guy." with his five weeks at quarterback, probably just earned himself a long-term deal as a backup quarterback. And not a bad way to make a living, I don't guess. No, it's not a bad way. I mean, look at Chase Daniels, what he's been able to do his entire career as a backup quarterback. He's made a lot of money as a backup quarterback and done very well for himself and for the teams that he's been the backup. Now, look, Cooper Rush just just put out a, a heck of a resume and it may not be for the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind, too. Mm-hmm. Somebody mm-hmm. else may see him and go, well, here we go. We got a guy that we can count on for two or three games. There's a, there's our new QB, two right there. Well, mm-hmm. And then, you know, everybody gets a checkbook out. All right, uh, Cowboys and Detroit coming up at noon on Sunday. So, uh, Cowboys look to get back on the winning track. In third place in the East, despite having a 4-2 and two record. 6 and 0 Philadelphia, 5 and 1 New York, and then the 4 and 2 Cowboys followed by the uh, Washington football team. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us this morning. Uh many thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. Thanks to Shay Han and to uh, coach Stewart and to John Kirby from uh, jhawkslant.com for being on the show. Uh John Morris is coming up at 3, Matt Mosley's at 4, and we're right back with you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> 